0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport.
1: Powered by fans.
2: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town Legend.
4: and Moy stayed onside, here's Mounier,
3: 2-0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier
4: League,
3: here's Moy right footed, 1-0 Huddersfield Town, Lindelof misses his header, De in, round 2-0 Huddersfield Town, 2-0 Huddersfield Town, Here's Sankar to turn it into the pack! Yes! Yes! And Thomas scores. Thomas yes. has <laughs> scored! One of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history! Oh. De Prattas forward! De Buxtor's got the better Yeah! And Laurent De Prattas scores! Laurent De Prattas scores!
4: Welcome to the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. The games are coming thick and fast, and so is our Carlos Corbaran propaganda, as yet another fan club throws its doors fully open. So pop on your red and yellow lanyards, get your passes and free sangria from the table and join us over the next hour to wax lyrical of the second coming. And if you're wanting to form a group with a few people, what goes better with that than a few beers? Uh, This episode is sponsored by the best brewer in these fair lands who are Magic Rock Brewing. Uh, Both tap rooms are open for in and outdoors and you can now book online at magicrockbrewing.com where you can also get 10% off orders courtesy of Just Knowing Us. Use Take at Chance 10 on checkout and you'll get a nice 10% off any online orders. Okay, so from tap rooms to tapas, uh, joining me, myself, Matt, who ate all the paella shaw. This week we have Richard El Coso Loco Cosmala. The returning El Toro in a China shop is Neil Wayne. Uh, From a long sleep, it's Siesta Copland. Uh, dancing onto your screens is Brady Flamenco Frost. And finally, uh, Pos Detras, it's uh, Dan Podsaporit. although sitting in front of the curtains like that, Dan, I'm very tempted to start calling you the Wizard of Poz. Uh, <laughs> right. So online, hopefully tonight, we could possibly have Tom drawing again a couple of little bits and bats. So hopefully I don't get stitched up as a Rolf Harris, Rolf Aru again this week, Tom. Uh, hopefully something a little bit more masculine like Thor would do nicely. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not sure, but maybe that's what I get for living in Leeds. Who knows? Okay, so... I thought we could kick things off this week in chronological order. Um, So for me, it's important uh, to judge the window. So we'll go transfer window first. And I think it's very important to judge the transfer window, not only on the last two weeks, but as a whole uh, across the entire summer. So the aim was pretty clear from the club. So a couple of things that they've said over the last few months are the uh, intention was to unload as many big earners as possible, strengthen areas of weakness, Uh, bringing players suitable to Colbaran's style within a budget. Okay. So we had mention of uh, a new committee, uh, whereby Carlos has the final say. In terms of outs, including loans, we shared 18 players. Uh, An estimate of how much they all went for is somewhere around the 30 million mark. That's uh, me using fag packet maths, so apologies if that's uh, way wrong. Uh, Congolo, a big earner and possibly a bad egg, so I was relieved to get rid of him. In terms of incoming uh, loans, including... uh, Dear Carby and those returning are nine. So uh, Piper, Hamas, Aitingen, uh, and Benzer have all slotted into the side, which is very nice. Um, so let's talk about the window itself. So Lee Bromby has gone on record and said they want two decent players for each position. Uh, the Rolando-Aarons deal fell through at the last minute. Uh, Carlos has said that he doesn't want a striker, etc., etc. Very shades of Leeds United there getting frustrated with uh, only Bamford to have up front in the championship. So uh, how do you guys think the window went in general? So I'm going to throw this to uh, Sai because you're back back for good you know I better take that coming out there um how did you judge the window because we've not heard from you for a while so let us know what you think of the window as a whole I'll come to a poll that I stuck out uh steady on there I've come to a poll that I've put on Twitter so uh we'll come to the results of that shortly but I'd like just like to know you guys talk amongst yourself about the window itself how you think we've done over the course of the summer and uh how pleased you are with uh, certain players that we've brought in so uh side kick it off
5: yeah, evening, gents, um, and those who are listening. I think overall the window was a success, um, particularly in the defensive third of the field. Keeper certainly looks a great acquisition at right back. I am amazed we have picked him up so cheaply, um, judging that on kind of his first few performances in a town shirt. I um, really think he will kind of both give us a, a kind of good cover defensively, but a good outlook going forward as well. And I was really impressed to see him kind of. Galloping up the pitch kind of yesterday uh, yesterday evening, and um, kind of even right at the death there um, before he got substituted. Um, similarly, kind of, Saar looks a good acquisition, very much fits the style of play that, that Corbyn's looking to bring. And you can see that he will be a, a, an asset kind of passing out of the back. I think, probably at the same time, having said that, a little bit underwhelmed by what we've now got kind of in, in the attacking third. Completely take your point, Matt, that. Um,
2: Not five strikers, I say.
5: <laughs> I think we'll go on to that, Cos. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just been a little bit it's underwhelmed in truth. Are. Kind of Grant, <laughs> Mounier, kind of our two, by far and away, kind of um, biggest goal threats and kind of top goal scorers last season, um, seemingly, or at least in my opinion, not replaced. Um, I do fear as to where the goals will come from. Um, but but at the same time, on the evidence of the last two games, maybe we don't need an out-and-out striker. Um and Benz has actually impressed me since he came back in. Um, I think he's been okay, but, um, but but kind of jaw is still out, um, I guess, in the longer term. And similarly with Diakabi, really, as to kind of whether or not he can, can re-kind of, or uh, justify his, his big transfer fee. Um, certainly hasn't to date. So all in all for me, a, a, a kind of a good window, but, but very much work to be done, um, particularly in the attacking third.
4: Uh, Brady, um, Joel Pereira was one that's come in, which I was a bit unsure about. I... Um... I wouldn't say so far that it's a bit of a waste, but it seemed to be for me um, a role. You know, obviously Ryan Schofield's injury sped things up there, but it it, it seems to be that with Ryan Schofield's back shortly, and Joel Pereira is probably going to be third choice. Maybe. Um, how do you view this this loan signing that we've taken? Do you think he's it's maybe good to have a look at him because of his age? Good to have a look at him in the B team because he's been playing in the B team for uh, with a, a view to maybe looking at him long term. Uh, you know, because his contract's out at the end of the season. How do you think this will play out? Because it doesn't look like he's going to play a lot of games and that doesn't always necessitate uh, necessitate that it's a bad thing. Yeah,
0: no, I think it's a fair point. I mean, you know, what we've talked about previously on the pod, I think given Haymer, how Hamer was in pre-season, I actually said we should, should have started him. Um, I think yeah, we can all admit Ben Hamer's been, been pretty good, to be fair. He's improved quite a lot and I'm, I'm pleased for him because, you know, we want all players to do well. I think with... um think with Pereira Um, it's an interesting one because I think his contract's up at the end of this season isn't it Um, and again depends what happens I mean you know Hamer could still go through a bad patch Um, it's a shame well it's not a shame but obviously if we hadn't uh, lost to Rochdale probably might have seen him in those uh, games in the Carabao Cup and you might see him in the FA Cup Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing again it was cover for for Schofield that's what the kind of um, the club and you know the examiner uh, said about it, so I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's again, <laughs> we haven't. I can't really comment on what it's been like because I haven't, I haven't really seen him play, and we haven't really seen him play for the first team. But um, yeah, bit bit of a weird one. But um, signings as a whole, I, I actually think who we've signed. I mean, we've not really seen Danny Ward or Alex Vallejo yet. But I, I don't think who we've signed is. Um, I think we've got some good acquisitions. I think it's just again, as Sid kind of mentioned, it's more. Uh, who we've not replaced or who we've let go you know you touched on it what 16 to 18 people left Um, and you know that's including loans going back that's including yeah no absolutely and people going out on loan like Reese Brown but um, yeah like we've only seen three of them uh, three of the new signings really and um, I think I do think you know again I'm sure we'll talk on it and talk the past two games and it's really positive um, you know what we've seen but I still think the squad's weaker than it was last season and you know, corbrand has got off to a great start and we look to be playing some great football, but, you know, it's, it's a weaker squad, you know, so it's going to be a hell of a task for him, I think. Especially, I think it'll be interesting when we do lose a game or lose a couple to see see how we deal, because I think uh, goals is still a massive problem as it has been for like, the last five it years. A,
2: it might be a weaker squad, Brady, but people like Congolo and Grant, they ain't going to be asked, you know, to stay sick and fiddle in the turning ground. I think... You've only got to look. I think last couple of games, how the spirit is just like you can't have people now. I, I, I never used to kind of believe. I used to think individual skill that had always win the day. You know, spirit is good to have, but it's not essential. You know, but honestly, it is. You've only got to look at the, you know, the the goals like like we scored last night. The the energy that we've got in the the place. Congolo absolutely delighted. That was one of the best things on that Friday when everyone were losing their shi.t we didn't see him disappear, I think, until nine o'clock, did we? That were the best thing, seeing him go out. Good riddance, mate. Absolute disgrace. Tour de town for a good couple of seasons as well. Grant did a good job, but, yeah, we drove an hard bargain and out he went. Uh, I would have to lose him, but to be honest, I was just surprised it took so long. But, obviously, Phil Hodgkinson drove a bit of an hard... He wanted to get what he wanted to get, and, fortunately, kind of you know, happened really late on, but... I'm a big believer that, you know, kind of we want the spirit. I'd have, I'd, obviously, Smith Real wasn't ours, but and I didn't think we'd get him back and we haven't, but he was a, a loss. But really, if I'm, if I'm putting everyone on the spot, are we bothered about many that we lost? Are we?
0: I don't think it's that. I think it's, you know, like I agree. I mean, I wasn't counting Congolo. I mean, obviously, you got in Benzo and Dean Carby back who you weren't expecting. But again, as I mentioned, like, Say what you want about Karlen Grant. I know a lot of us have said, "Oh, we didn't feel a connection to him." Nineteen goals last season. Munier got us a lot of goals. Um, I take your point. You know, the squad harmony seems better, and I think that's a good thing. But I don't think you can, you know, I don't think you can say, in my opinion, anyway, that the squad's better overall. I think starting eleven's pretty good. Um, it's it's but- hungry,
2: Brady. We've got we've got people to come in that are hungry, man. You know, just worry
5: really about the depth, cause. Kind of, oh, I, I agree of games well, in, in, in short succession, Fraser Campbell, with with great respect, cannot play three games a week every week. If he can manage it in one week, and I just fear when we get to kind of the crunch in in December, when we've got a few injuries, a few suspensions, possibly, will we have the players to come in and kind of maintain what we've what we've done so far?
2: Maybe, Question? but but I would argue that you know some of the younger, hungry guys. I mean, Critchlow, M O M, Forest. Never seen him since. It just shows the competition now. Bozzi and Carlos has got everyone kind of on the same page. And we don't want people. I mean, my only disappointment, Pritchard's still here. But, you know, everything else, really. Yeah, we're going to need his luck with injuries. But I think if you've only got to look at the last couple of games, last night we've got guys who were hungry, have been waiting for a shirt. We've, we've persevered with some of these wasters for too long now. And, yeah, right, we'd love backup at every you know, quality backup. But we're also a town where kind of bottom half championship. Let's be realistic. We're not going to have that. So I get what kind of people were saying and stuff. And yeah, I did think we were a definitely a strike a light. I'm sure that'll be probably put right in in January. But I, I'd much rather have hungry players and a, and a spirit that we've got. Christ, look at Bakuna last night run 40 yards for a But Did you see him sprint? He was like Usain Bolt. Where's that come from? I'll tell you why. Because he's up for it, mate. And all them lads are. We want people who are up for it.
4: That's a good point I was going to come on to shortly as well, Neil, is that uh, in particular with the likes of Isaac and Benzer at Swansea, which we'll we'll do in a bit. But there seems to be a full buy-in with with everybody. You know, everybody's bought in to what Corbrand's brought to the club. Um so having said that, do you still think we're maybe one option short up there? And do you think Rolando Aaron's is the of a sufficient quality to replace somebody like Carl and Grant? Because we are obviously we've we've made, like I say, I've plucked 30 million out of the air, you know, what we've made in this transfer window. It could be much less, could be much more, who knows? Um but do you think we should have maybe looked at bringing someone in of a sufficient calibre to replace him, or just trust what the trust what we do? I know you love saying trust the process, but should that should that be what we're doing?
1: Yeah, I said that all that not. that um, group it, names. <laughs> Nabi
2: Sad said that today in his tweet. He did. It, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't it, believe yeah. it. Yeah,
1: it, it, it needs to stop. It, don't Just stop it, Nabi. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I think for me, the window. We've got a comment here on on the YouTube feed from Paul Gibson, and he said, and this sums up a lot of how I feel about it really. That he wasn't happy on Friday, but we seem we'll to have a good tight knit bunch fighting for each other, and he thinks a one attacking player light. And yeah, I'd, I'd I I go along with a lot of that because I think on Friday I was pissed off on Friday. I think Oldfield Town fans in general were well and truly fed up on Friday. That we'd waited all day and we didn't get the attacking options slash striker. I'm not necessarily sure. It's a centre-forward we need, to be honest, because the, the goals have come from Grant, who played the majority of his time, and where the goals came from without left-hand side, weren't they, if we're being honest. So I think we'd probably need... I think Danny Ward's definitely been brought into play as that number nine role. Um, Aaron's... Is he good enough? I don't, look, Looking at his stats, looking at previous form, looking at comments elsewhere, you'd probably say no if you have been brutally honest. But, having seen the Carlos effect over the last few games, I think you've got to look... Remember, I looking back at start of season, we did all the previews and stuff, I said that there will be one player that comes out of this that'll be like, click at Leeds, who was vilified by the fans, hated by everybody. They wanted him gone, and I don't think he's missed a game under Bielsa. And I said, there will be one of them. And, to be honest, I've called That's them me. all sorts on here. I've called them all sorts on here, and Happily, happily, if I'm wrong on one of them. But I think, and I'm going to say it out loud, so it's a fair to hear. Are we recording I,
4: this, Cos? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I genuinely think that Mbenza could be that player. I do. He's look, I, Stop I'll be honest, the press. For an hour For an hour at Swansea, I know you sort of get to it, but this is... It's, ah, go for it. We're, we're into it. Um, for an hour at Swansea, I thought it was excellent. It was up and down pitch. You were tracking back. You were left back. You were right back. They... they the, the miles he'd put in, the effort that he'd put in, absolute chalk and cheese from the waste of space we've seen since he signed.
2: we were doing it last night, Neil, and all that.
6: He's happy now. He feels, what did he say? I feel, he feels wanted. Yeah, so so he decided to put a, a bit that, of effort in. For
1: as, us. as a footballer, that's massive, isn't it? And for, I mean, we've said it all along, and I've said it a million times, for 13 million quid, is given us. He hasn't even given us 13 quids worth back yet, and that includes a goal against Man U. So he has got a long way to go to still pull this round. But the signs that we've seen, very positive. And as much as, yeah, we've been critical. I, I was openly critical on Friday. I've been openly critical for probably a month or so. And I'll be honest, I stand by everything that I said, because I'll say what I think, and it's, it's my opinion. Some people won't agree, some will. But... You've also got to hand the praise out when it's when it's warranted. And let's not forget, as much as people are giving stick out, the one thing that will not change, and and Pause put this out on either on here or on a tweet, I can't remember, that and it's bang on. The one thing we all want is town to win. It's that simple. It, it is that simple when it comes down to it. Everything else around it don't matter. You cannot like chairman. You cannot like the manager. You cannot like whoever. But when it comes down to it all, at three o'clock on a Saturday or at quarter to eight on a Tuesday, Wednesday night, we just want to see town win. And at the moment, we're winning, which is nice. And we're actually doing it with a bit of style. I mean, that goal last night was ridiculous, wasn't it? What a cracking goal that one! And that's all we wanted. It. We're happy. We're, we're easily, we're easily pleased. We're very easily pleased. Uh, Paul, we're, sorry, sorry Neil. We're, I thought you'd finish. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm on one. Hour. I've been. To this for seven minutes.
4: You pause. You pause for breath, and I dived in. Sorry, go on.
1: But I think we definitely need further attacking options. I think we're still light. I think yeah, they've come out and communicated this that, and other. I I'll be honest with you. I don't agree with the saying that we've got five strikers on books. Where have we? we? We might have as a whole, but if you're classing first-team strikers at the moment, you can't look any further than Campbell, Ward, and Coroma for me. You can't include other two yet until they've had substantial minutes or at least been included on bench a few times in a month. So, for me, we haven't got five. I think in January, I think that'll be the focus of the attention, will be the front end of the picture, support what we've already got. Um, but yeah, positive sign. Lads of in. look good, don't they? Let's be honest. I think Sal's been one of those who could scare us a little bit and excite us a little bit. So, bring it on, carry on winning. We'll all be happy, won't we?
4: Pause. Let's come, let's come to you last but not least. And I think I'll throw the five striker thing at you as well, because we're going to uh, discuss a couple of things that um, Phil has said in the uh, the chicken interview. Uh, Stephen's done a, an interview in the the Examiner, which is great for everyone to see. Uh, much needed communication from the club, uh, etc. Uh, we brought in Al- Alex Vaiko. I don't think anybody knows a thing about him, so we might gloss over that, but we know he's a defensive midfielder from Spain, 28 years old, uh, looks very much in the in the sort of number 6 role you know who'll who just be a big one who you know similar to Stankovic in that he can rotate in and out at the back and uh, we'll see what happens i just hope he's not uh, he's not Carlos's version of Porovic but we'll see uh, we'll see when he gets uh, a couple of games and hopefully he fits him well uh, so the five striker thing from uh, this is Phil from uh, Stephen Chickens interview he says it's important to note we have five strikers at the club uh, Josh Karoma was signed as a striker 12 months ago with a view to developing him for 12 months and we're now at that 12 month point uh, and he started to show what he can do. Uh, we've got Danny Ward, who unfortunately hasn't been able to play a league game yet due to injury, uh, and he'll be coming back. We've got Fraser Campbell, and then we've got coming through our academy, and I would say these are B-team players now. We've got Kean Harrett and Kieran Phillips. Uh, so we have five strikers, if you like, on the books. And it seemed to be that this led into it, – it wasn't so much – I think people have focused on this in particular as, uh, you know, we've got five strikers, we're fine. But I think reading the interview and then reading the subsequent press from Steven as well – Seem to indicate that this was a precursor onto a bigger point, which was that um, we are a development football club and we are looking at bringing footballers through. And if we sign too many players in in certain positions, then this stops the whole, you know, we're going back to Ross Wilson now with, with the pathways, et cetera. This stops the, uh, it, it, you know, we need to essentially clear the airways for Harrett and Phillips, et cetera, to take off. So do you agree with with this, you know, considering the point of where the club is now in terms of that we are a development club, or do you just, uh, or do you have a different take on it?
6: It's, I, I kind of agree with what Neil's just sort of preempted that way. Is yeah, you can name five strikers. Um, I think strikers is probably uh, people are getting hung up on that word striker as well. To me, we, the, the way that we're looking to play, we probably don't need five out and out, what a class of strikers. We need forwards, i.e., maybe one in the middle as a striker and then one, two, you know, either side that are, that your wingers, stroke, forward, stroke, attackers more than the actual word striker. So I think sometimes wordplay uh, comes into it. But I, I definitely do think we are short in that department. Um, looking at who we've got, Campbell, um, I put some bits and bobs together in preparation for this. But looking at his championship games, uh, history, um, he's 159 played 44 goals. Over a 46 game season, it's, it's 12, 1 in 4. Danny Ward, is, you know, it's 220 with 41. Over 46, it's 9, 1 in 5. And then Karoma, you know, has only just joined us. So he's, he's played 12, squad 1, which is far over the season, 1 in 11. So on paper, we're looking at, you know, if they all played 46 games, you're only looking at 25 goals from, from all of them. And obviously, they're not all going to play 46 out of 46. So as an actual, you know, goal scoring, you know, Front three, there's not an abundance of goals in there. On the flip side of that, when we got promoted, we didn't have an out-and-out goal scorer. We had, I think, Kachunga were iced on 12, and then we had three or four, you know, just after him, we got, you know, nine, eight, seven. Uh, and there seemed to be goals throughout the team, which strikes me as how we're going to look to score as goals this time. Similar with Leeds, they didn't have a an out-and-out goal scorer, and people said that they'd struggle. But again, looking at the goal last night, if that's the sort of football we're looking to play with, you know, dragging defenders wide and cutting them back in, attacking fullbacks getting wide, putting the crosses in and your midfielder bombing forward, you know, if your midfielders can get you 10 each a season, something that we've lacked massively in, in, um, in previous seasons, all of a sudden that out-and-out striker um, doesn't actually matter. You don't need anyone to get you 20 because those 20 come from, you know, elsewhere. I think we do need to bring someone in. Um, it was were, it were quite interesting that it was it, that Phil came across with it. We've got five strikers, um, yet we were trying to sign, you know, Rolando Arons, who who is a striker. And there's, you know, rumours circulating that we're, we're trying to bring in a striker, you know, who's um, a free agent at the moment. So we've either got five and we don't need any, and we're bringing Harrett and, you know, Phillips through, or we're a bit short, but we just didn't manage to get our um, targets in. You know, depending on how you want to look at that, you know, people will and, and make their own decisions. I think it's, I think it's good that we're trying to bring the youth through. Um, I know we're sort of moving on to that interview in a bit more detail probably later on, but he, he did kind of let me chuckle a little bit when he did say we have this, you know, sort of reputation. Um, I think he, he overplayed our reputation at bringing the youth through. I, again, I had a quick look and last season, I think Lewis O'Brien's probably the only one that we've brought through who's played a. decent number of games so although that's where we're heading I don't think it's anywhere where we are now last couple of seasons uh sort of well even going back to when Wagner came really there's not been many things not many coming through so I appreciate what he was saying about us you know wanting to bring people through from the youth team and look to become that club but for me he overemphasized the the uh, philosophy that we've had He, he made it out like you know we've been doing it for years and years and years, and in and reality, we aren't. I think last time we had any decent numbers through from youth team were probably when we were in League Two, and that was literally because we had no money, so we had we had no one else. So yeah, move towards that, but don't don't try and use that as an excuse that we've not brought players through because that's the sort of club that we are. It's more that we're looking to be that club, and if these guys are good enough, then yeah, what is the point in bringing someone in just only to stand in the way? We can't say whether these guys are good enough or not because no one's ever seen them play. So I suppose again that's up to them to to back up Phil's, you know, opinion and, and his words, and only time will tell whether that's a good decision or not. Just coming back to the window right quickly, um, I do agree with with Brady. I do think it's a weaker squad. Um, I think the numbers are down and also quality is down. We've seen over the last couple of games that when we've got as best, you know, eleven stroke, maybe. You know 14 players available, and we can get them on pitch. That we, you know, we'd probably be all right. Um, I think I si said it coming up to Christmas. You know, take three or four out of that with injuries. We're putting three or four younger lads in, we could start to struggle then again. Time will tell. Um, on the flip side of that, you look at Leeds last year, a lot of people said that they had a you know, a small squad, they managed to play the strongest, you know, 14 players. Um, a lot of the time so you don't know do you, you, you hang got a crystal ball you, you, you won't really know if this window has been as successful as what we're saying until maybe Christmas time because if we'd have lost two everyone would be on here now shouting and ranting that it was an absolutely rubbish window but because we've won two in quick succession and we've looked all right all of a sudden it becomes a you know an half decent window so again come back to us come back to us all at, you know just coming up to Christmas see where we are in league see how we're performing and you know we can reassess it then I think it, you can can I just jump in,
5: in there a second? Yeah. Sorry, go on, side. So I was going to say, so So one lens on things would definitely be that um, developing youth players is a philosophy of the club. And I do believe that to an extent. Another lens on things would be that having had to have read some of those younger players is a consequence of not having had, one, potentially enough people coming through the door in, in terms of signings and, and having no one else to fill the shoes. Or, or two, kind of, um, yeah, players being out of form kind of... Uh, not selected etc I think kind of Matty Daly would be a good example Matty Daly's been around the first team now for kind of what maybe two seasons he's had a couple of injuries yes um because he obviously we were away at Charlton were we when he kind of put that goal in right at the last minute but with the best will in the world he's not been able to establish himself in the first team he's not been able to command a place on the bench um this season at least under Corbin so I think to say kind of those players are coming through to the first team is arguably a little bit premature and, and kind of, you could say that for, for Phillips um, for Harrod, for Bailey um, actually is the best place to develop at Huddersfield town or is the best place to for them to develop, to go out on loan. And, and whilst we've only got the size of the squad that we have, it's unlikely they will go out on loan because they may be needed. And, and I kind of, another lens on things again would be that actually we're stifling their development by keeping them in house not to say which one's right or which one's wrong, but but kind of depends on the kind of quality games for the B things. team, really, doesn't it? So I think, I
6: think yeah, that's why that B team comes into it. If they're definitely. playing decent sides, then sorry Neil, if they're playing decent right. sides, they're probably better off in our B team playing against a Man United reserves, for example, than maybe somewhere like South End at a lower level. So I suppose it just depends... All that size, it's it's very relevant, and I do agree in what you're saying. If they're not playing first team football, yeah, you might be stifling them, but. If the B-team setup works as they're wanting it to work, actually staying with us, you don't know. Again, it's one of them, in it time will tell. it. All this new system and B-team and, and everything like that, it's it's all new to us, so we can't say either way whether it'll work. And again, it might even be five years down the line before
5: we can say it was a success or not. And, and don't get me wrong, I hope it is. I think there's nothing more that a town fan or, or any fan likes to see as a player from their own club's academy come through and, develop into the first team in the way Lewis and O'Brien has I think we all want more players to do that and um, I think Lewis O'Brien aside and then Klitschko obviously the other night still quite a way for some of them to go
4: so we're saying thumbs up so quickly thumbs up thumbs down uh, about the transfer window what we're saying are we all saying yeah yeah <laughs> I in the middle. Cool. and I think that <laughs> reflects pretty well on our poll as well here so we, try, we put a poll out which is just finished and it says um Transfer window topic for tonight. How do you see HTFC's summer transfer window on the whole? Good window. Okay, leaning towards good. Okay, erring on bad. And poor window. Unfortunately, there's only four options there. There's so two ways to judge it window. though, isn't
1: there, for me? You can judge it on the amount of players you've bought in or the quality of the players you've bought in. And if if you're looking solely at the quality of the players you've bought in, you give it a thumbs up because they've all looked good so far. I think looking at it on numbers, would all agree that it's still a bit... Like I think it's probably somewhere between sort of but
2: it's what's, okay-ish. Frustrating, what's frustrating for me we've won two games and our first story is about chance I'm sick in it let's talk about football
4: chronological order let's finish the thing
2: <laughs> no sorry Matt though but this is sort of so tell me about who we ain't got and the, this and that let's talk about the lads who have been awesome the last two games forget about who could come and who could have come let's big up our lads that we've got on the pitch now because you know we've done enough about chances and stuff like that as well the football's doing it's talking yeah you know, we might look back in, in December and, and January, and we could we could be under strength. But to me, I, I'm just so excited with what we're seeing at the moment. I can't wait for Saturday. I don't think we've seen football like this since under Bruce. The Wagner stuff were great to a point, but that Tottenham game, that was it for me. We never like we're playing front foot football after that. No limits are gone. We've got it back. We've got something pretty special, and that goal last night sensational, man. It's been retweeted. I've had people from all over the world tweet I me, mean, look at this, this is your town, mate. This is the new Woodist Hill town where there's no fear. People aren't passing it back after half an hour. There's people are not, you know, it, like you said, Neil Nabi's like last night, like oh my God, what is the guy doing? But this is it. Just sit back and enjoy what we've got. I want to
1: hear that and here, enjoy the football. because loving it, man. It's I just, mean, that, that goal last night, I mean, I tweeted it earlier on, just a simple one. Um, 18 seconds, seven passes, goal. And it was just, it was so simple. I mean, you've got to, let, let's let's caveat it a little bit. I thought Derby were absolutely dreadful last night. And I'll be honest, I didn't think we were that great first half, if I'm being brutal. Nah, we, honest. we
6: struggled first
1: half, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought it, were, it were an okay first half. And I think we both looked average. I think second half, Carlos obviously worked a little bit of magic, changed a few bits around in the second half. I think we were comfortably at best side without actually hitting the heights of the Swansea 70 minutes, if I'm being honest.
2: I think that's the thing for me, Neil. There's so much improvement to come. And yeah, we wrote us. Look, I spoke to someone last night who were totally opposite. You know, Swansea should have beaten us. They missed so many chances. Yeah, they missed some big chances as well. You know, Derby were terrible. Worst derby so did ever. We seen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I, I look on this so much positively. Like we've got these 10 points. Forest, we were really good. You know, the others, yeah, we rode us. Look, but there's so much improvement to come from this team. It's it's scary. We've only just begun our kind of journey. And it, yeah, we could we could end up fourteenth, fifteenth, but you know what? I'm gonna enjoy watching us every week because when you've got centre backs like Sa like Steeman last night, were like a winger. And Cafu Pipper or Danny Alves, call him what you like. He's just Toffalo I just, I'm scared that we might lose him in January. Harry
1: Toffolo could have quite conceivably bagged Atchik on Saturday. Oh, the cutback, I mean, it, 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 We don't it, need
6: strikers, do we? We've got a left-back no. who gets in bottom yeah.
1: more, so we're it, all right. He <laughs> gen, genuinely could have had Atchik Saturday. Obviously, he got his goal. You,
2: but, Neil, don't you think that cutback just sums up where we're at the moment? A selfless act, mate. Yeah, in, under the cowlism and before, that had been someone had a blast, someone had a shot, T- I'm Tuffalo, going for the glory. Beautiful, Tuffalo, mate. Probably beautiful, mate.
1: Toffolo's probably been our best player for last year, to be honest. Yep. 100%. If, if we've been totally honest about it. I mean, ever since he came in, he looked good, didn't he? And they were playing in a struggling side last year. And I'm not saying we had a good struggle this year. I've said we're going to. I text. The style that we're playing now, I, would, I messaged you earlier on. I would love to see, as, as an out and out Cowley player, which he was, because Cowley's signed him from from Lincoln. I've been knowing him. I would love to get Harry Toffolo one on one and ask him his genuine thoughts on his enjoyment playing the Cowley way and his enjoyment playing in this mm. role that he's got now. The cat a high
2: centre Texas side said get Bakunov off at half time mm. and then he does that. You know it's the guy is unbelievable, isn't he? It's <laughs> unbelievable.
6: You know, do you know what was pleasing about that goal last night? Yeah it were a really good goal but you you could you can see that that some that move that they did last night they will have done 20, 30, 40, 50 times in training, literally just doing that. And, you know, you watch these documentaries on Amazon and, uh, you know, you go behind the scenes at your Tottenham's and stuff like that. And you see them doing stuff like that. And you can actually see that that were a a drilled move. You know, if people work on set pieces and free kicks, they will have done that time and time again because there were a couple of occasions in that move where you what if you watch it back we get crowded out I think on yeah. halfway line then it comes inside we're crowded out again and the player that receives I can't remember it all but it's almost like he's naturally turning in that position already it's yeah. like drawing the players in and, and getting round them and that for, for Carlos as well something like that is, is massively pre- is pleasing and as a fan it's nice to see that there's some actual We've got a dead ball. We're going to try and get a goal from a dead ball, which you know it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know it's a little bit stupid, but then you know you you, you watched the video because I saw you you know take the ball past the ball, and it were a little bit like that. They had a mm-hmm. plan. As soon as that ball went from Aymer to Sad, there were a plan already. And it won't let's get to the halfway line and see where we are. It's we know what we're doing the whole time, and you it's know, just actually nice to see. You Come know what's open,
2: nice. Of, you know what's nice about the buy. I remember saying it here last year that Luton away game last year when we were, t- we were playing it out from the back and uh, God, I forgot was his name, Camille Grabara, we're getting absolute <laughs> armoured abuse from the crowd. So much so that he changed it and we just ended up smashing it long and we ended up getting beat. You know what? We're doing that now, but like people are buying into it. It's almost like you've got to see kind of an end goal. Those that I don't want to buy into it can go off, but I just think we have going to have to accept as fans because it is going to, I mean, it nearly cocked up last night. Sar, shocker. You know, luckily they didn't take advantage. We're going to see some stuff like, what are you doing there? And I do wonder as well if the fans are in there. That's the interesting bit. There's no one kind of, oh, God, get it up and all that. That has a big influence, I think, on a lot of players. We haven't got that at the moment, sadly, because we can't get in. But I just think at the moment, people are just going to have to put up with it. And like you said, Neil, as fullbacks are like, unbelievable, bomb forward. There's going to be times where we're going to be like, caught out five against two. Swansea we saw on Saturday we were winning and anyone else like especially under Carla, would have been like behind the ball back you know parked the bus failing injured it we were trying to get a third and it's just like it's beautiful to see but I just think we've got to accept it because we can't come on here in another podcast in two months when stars passed it to centre forward it's gone in this is us your town now we're going to have to accept it and I'm loving it because you're excited to see what could happen yeah, and, So, Ma- Matt
0: Matt did you want to do um your points, because uh, I can. Be oh, sorry, I was just safe. replying on Twitter. Then <laughs> I went off and did something else. No, it's, um, it's what happens when you don't let like Cosy. Yeah, uh, when we bang on it, the back. It, <laughs> it moved <laughs> the on. The agenda's gone, Matt.
2: Rip it open again. And, uh, I think Cosy should take
4: over. Costal take over again. Go on, Cosy. You, you go.
2: my enjoyment last night, Matt. Nah,
4: you go for it. Off you go. Off you go.
2: <laughs> now nah, go on, mate. Go.
4: Uh, right. So where were we? <laughs> Don't
2: so, talk um, about
6: in Matt, because it, it won't surprise you to know that I didn't watch it, so... I know, well, that was the, that was the plan I was going Swansea. to come to you first
4: about Derby as well. I'd lined it up. I thought, Do you know what? Poser <laughs> you know, watched his second game of the season. Well done, mate. <laughs> super. Now we're
6: winning, mate. I'm, I'm involved again.
4: You're there every week. Behind be the curtain there, is yeah. your uh, your eye follow pass, is it? Is that what That's is? it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, finally, on the thing that, that 50% of people think that the transfer window was okay and that was kind of like the last point on it. Um, but... What would be interesting is, is your guys, if you've changed your opinion on, because the preseason, we made a load of predictions based on not having seen anything. And now uh, all of a sudden we've seen the wonders of Carlos Ball. And I'm just wondering if a couple of you guys have changed your mind on already on what you've seen. Uh, I think the answer is going to be yes. Uh, Brady, I asked you to do some research, but you were busy. Um, Have you got people's finishing positions or shall we just? with yeah,
0: it. I, I, predict, I, it? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. For in honest
1: six games.
0: I still think, um, yeah, I just to come on to that, I, I still think we'll be lower mid table. I think if we can have, like, you know, if we finish 14th and we don't look like we're going to get relegated anytime, I, but we play well and show progress, I think I'd take that. Um, I think that's that's probably how I see my aim still. Sorry to be a bit of a bummer. Still no, think no, we'll I play some great it. stuff, but yeah, I think. Fourteenth, something like I that. I think
2: the thing is, Bri, There's still some people. I don't want to name them, but there's still some people. Name <laughs> them. Name them. There's still, there's still some people. Name them. That we've not finished this clear out yet. We've done a lot of clearing out, but there's still some people there, and a couple of names are probably surprise you. But there's some people there who I think don't see themselves at of Town next season. We need them out. We might have to take till January. So I, yeah, we've got rid of a lot out, but I just, you just want everyone in the same direction and, and things. And there are, there's still some business to do. I think in in January, we haven't got everyone out and. I'm just trying to maybe I'm just a bit you know real tinted glass but i am just imagining this canal side super training ground which I'm sure will come on to, and everyone like you know just just there wanting to race down there in the Porsche's. I and... just
1: think we need to <laughs> I just I genuinely genuinely just think we need to temper this excitement a little. I agree, Neil. Is Neil Frozen. But yes. oh, no, like we're sick I don't care. It's just it's realistic, isn't it? We're six games in. We're six games in. We've all said at the start of this that we're Still, at least one, maybe two players light at top end at pitch. Yep. Oz has gone through the history of the lads who were classed as our strikers now, as our front players. Let's call it that now, or rather than strikers. This style will take its toll physically on these players. There's no doubt about it. You've got you've got games. If you look at fixtures coming up now, we're literally on Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday for a good four or five weeks. So this fixture this list and this style will 100% take its toll on this squad. There will be injuries. You lose, you take Toffolo and Pippa as example, take them two out now, and nothing against Jaden Brown and Dehaney, but tend the same. So it's crucial that the crucial players like that stay fit to, to let this keep rolling. If they don't, slight injuries, knocks, suspensions... That's when points early on the doors now are vital for me. Let's not get carried away looking too top mm, end. On YouTube, care.
4: Paul Gibson says sod the realism, we're going up Neil.
1: Well well yeah, <laughs> I, said, I put that on Twitter earlier on, I thought we're up. We're up. But in it but, isn't it nicer that we're we can down have on that, Saturday? Sort of that that Absolutely. Door, you know, he,
6: he's oh, email. He, <laughs> People, you know what football fans are like in general, they're a bit bipolar, aren't they? You know, one week we're, <laughs> we're fully relegated and clubs are going bust and two good wins and all of a sudden, you know, Carlos is taking us to, to the San Siro in, you know, in the next five years. To court, they I think the one back. thing but on the side... It's, better, it, it's though, better it? to be, You can have a bit of fun with it, can't you? Of course you, you can, you, yeah. You
1: can. And with this side, with this division, let's be honest, this division's crap. There's no two boards about it. This division is not very good across the board. It's already shown... It's shown in Premier League with the results hey, up. In that they're upset. Anybody can beat anybody. This league, anybody can beat anybody. We can beat anybody, but the squad is still not strong enough for me, not by a long way. And I think, I mean, this, don't get me wrong. We all love the winning. The style, the style's great in it. I've watching these last two or three games, sat watching them has been cracking. Just sitting back and relaxing. You know, even if we hadn't won at Swansea, or if Derby equalised last night, won't actually take anything away from performances for me because the, the, we look, we've got a style, we've got a style that, as a fan, you can get behind. It's good to watch, and we will cause ourselves problems at back end because of how we play at front end. And I'm all for that. Give me that rather than Cowley having ten behind ball any day week.
4: We're staying up though, Neil. Now.
1: <laughs> we're going up
6: we're, you know never mind no, just staying up we're
1: just going up. up yeah we're up we up Neil's books is going to take it to Wembley
6: I I, uh, I predicted that I we'd be relegated talent. but I'm, uh, I, I, I did think we'd go down but I'm, I'm with Brady I think if we could finish top of the bottom third if that makes sense so 14, 15, 16 without, without having to look over a shoulder too much and if we, you know, we keep this up and we we finish in top ten, I think that'll be a magnificent season. So see, I'm not you know, about positions.
2: Positions are just irrelevant for me at the moment. I I just want to watch. I just want to play football. I just want to watch us <laughs> play football. I can't believe I'm saying it. This is you want to watch. That's what you want to watch. That is the football you want to watch. For me, I can't wait till Saturday. Can't wait.
5: For me, as I say, is it not nice just to be able to look forward to a game of football? I can't say the last time I was excited about going to watch a Huddersfield Town game or turning on the TV and watching Huddersfield Town game, maybe Arsenal at home in, under that kind of final game of that season. I, I don't think since then, arguably, I've really looked forward to watching a Huddersfield Town game, whereas this Saturday coming, mm. I'm excited. I'm going to plan my day around it. I'm going to be kind of logged in early, et cetera. Don't want to miss uh, any of the action. I and mean, kind of, in kind of that period between then and now...
2: I mean, like Brady last you know, night, August. the I follow. <laughs> well... <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> or what it used I, like. I think I be I think, in there. That, I, I, think that that I was struggling. What I yeah, no, I'm watching, mate. I think that's the intriguing thing, though, for me, because you can always throw stuff the other way. Like, yeah, rather than we probably should have won, we a striker. Swansea should have beaten us probably if they had looked. Forest, I'd say, it were complete forms, but you can say Forest were crap. Swansea on another day should have bet us that worst garbage. So I like this because it's like, I'll be honest, Cosby,
1: I don't agree that Swansea should have beaten us. We missed as many chances as they did, and waste scored, so.
2: Her man just said they should have got five. I don't know what he was smoking like. But well, if, if I think the five, thing five, is, guys, had
1: five. You know, and Ben's is it post, Toffolo's missed a sitter. You know, there's been there's been other chance in that game. I, for, for me, we fully deserved that win at Swansea.
0: Yeah, fully I think the thing it. is, lads, as well. Like, how many times have we felt like luck hasn't gone gone our way? I think you know you can talk about Derby and Swansea, and like like you say, oh, on another day we might have lost but how long have we been like, Yeah, do you know what? It was like fifty fifty could have gone either way, but it, it was on our side. Like do you know I can't, what though? I can't think of me, last time.
1: me me and Cosby had this conversation earlier on, and for me, you met your own. I don't I, I, you, you don't get lucky by chance. And I don't know that probably sounds daft. You met yeah, your own. The you work, but, the
6: lucky you get absolutely used to be and, Wagner's little saying. Yeah,
1: and it? it's right, the way that we play, we will force mistake upon mistake upon on defences this season. Look at Derby. Great move last night to score a goal. If you talk to their manager, he'll probably pick fault in three or four of their players defending. Nailed on. But where the nature of how we play and how we throw bodies at... I mean, there were four people trying to get in box for that last night when we broke.
2: But the nature say, of how we
1: play will leave us open at other end. But say, the more you're piling on, you're going to make your own look, aren't you?
2: Yeah, what we said after Rotherham, though, we were saying how many crosses went in the box and didn't get there. Loan build, the next two games... Beautiful. Pick, picking yeah. out people and that as well. We're getting better. We're coming on. The training ground stuff's working and uh, it's class, Matt. Matt, is there any comments? People saying we're Champions League? Am I going to be watching us on this <laughs> TV? struggling a bit with
4: YouTube, uh, to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's stuttering a bit is, uh, is a thing, so it seems a bit behind, but a couple of people are talking about look. I think, make your own look, etc. And uh, Paul Gibson thinks Dehaene could make a uh, surprise a few from there. Um, and Terrier seven and two, says he doesn't really think Hogg is a Corbran player. Um, I think Hogg's reinvented himself a bit. I think he's fitting quite well. Although at Swansea, uh, I thought the midfield—it was really interesting to see that tactically. And everybody, anybody who's watched our uh, illustrated Cobran uh, special, if you like, will see that the uh, the two leads people on there talk about tactics in particular, and uh, with regards to the back three, uh, and that you know he will shift to a back three from time to time if the opposition play with two strikers, and that's what we saw. And I think what Hogg in particular struggled with is he was dropping back into his natural number six position into the defense. And that seemed to be causing uh, too much panic deep. And therefore Swansea had the run of midfield in the first half an hour. But uh, in both games, Swansea and Derby, I think it's noticeable that we've made tactical switches in midfield. is is very much on the spot, you know, in terms of tactics and switching. We saw so many different changes in shape, changes in, you know, moving personnel around. And, it, and it's working brilliant. Schindler popped up in midfield last night, you know, against Derby. It was, was crazy for two minutes. It was crazy well, watching him, turn, you know, watching how slow he was always in midfield. said
1: last night, listening to it, well, when you watch it, listen to it, Augie, when they brought Schindler on, Augie straight away said, extra defender on, going defensive to make sure. Hiring
2: for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cozzy, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win, order now on the McDonald's app.
4: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I know
1: what we will doing with that. It will just no, a the okay, things it. to... Yeah, yeah, they
4: put more strikers on. They what, put more
1: strikers on, so they stick another on. And, and what people won't notice there, a lot more like Oggy, Oggy in particular, if you're watching, you didn't notice. But after that <laughs> after that you've still got Stearman doing his Danny Alves. When Steerman so doing doing so we, we, we haven't brought an extra defender on. We've just brought a different player to suit the formation at that particular time on in
4: Sheffield United is that, uh, is that pause that's what they uh, that's what they do down there isn't it the overlapping center backs but yeah. i thought what was really good in that second half is that they, they noticed tom lawrence was playing as a false nine you know dropping into space and derby were hitting him really early and then all we did was we condensed the space between defense and midfield pushed the defense up and that denied him that space there and Hogg sat on him and uh, and, and, and et cetera and etc came out and and, and caused and that and that took the game away from them and i thought tactically It was Corbrand's changes, which really led to us winning the game. And the goal itself is amazing. But we'll go back to the goal against Swansea as well. I need to cough in a minute, as you can tell my voice. But the goal against Swansea, I think we need to have a little bit of a uh, a Josh Karoma fan club assemble. (laughs) (laughs) That's my conch. Uh, Josh (laughs) Karoma.
3: A
6: conch. Oh, you know, careful, shell. Careful,
4: careful, yeah, come, come on, careful.
6: Come on, Not nine o'clock <laughs> yet. Only ten
4: to. <laughs> From Anchorman, yeah, it's the Anchorman News Team Assemble thing. I, I Ooh, made uh, <laughs> Silence, Silver Fox. <laughs> so Josh Karoma for me, uh, that goal as well, fantastic against um, against Swansea. It was a real uh, another team goal down the side, and you know Campbell. We didn't think Campbell would be a player for these for this system or for any system under Corbran. but again, he's proving. He, as well as Hogg, I think is proving people wrong and he's making it difficult in the box, which has then created the space for Karoma to come inside and and find the bottom corner. Um, did okay, but another player, Neil, you mentioned it earlier, Isaac and Benzer and it's fantastic to see and Mbenza really in the mix with everybody. And what really stood out was I watched his uh, press conference, you know, from, uh, from uh, when was it before? So it'll have been Friday before the game, Thursday, Friday. And I quote, he said, I love Carlos Corberan." And you can tell, you know, you can tell it's coming across. And all of a sudden, I don't... I'm not a big Instagrammer like Coszy is, but you can see he's gone from splayed across the bonnet of a Lamborghini like he's about to appear in Granada Men and Motors to, to all of a sudden it's all about Huddersfield Town, you know, in his Instagram stories. And he's he's got full buy-in. And this is the, the amazing thing that I'm taking at the minute. Oh, well, not the amazing thing I'm taking, but the amazing thing to see is that all of these players buy in and that therefore feeds into your transfer market as well. You know, we talked about transfers, but and that again with what Phil said you know, in the chicken interview, that you've got to be careful with who you bring in because you don't want people like Congolo coming in and breaking the spirit that this has in the squad. And, and like Cosy says, it's fun watching Huddersfield Town again. I want, I, I want to be there on Saturday now. I haven't really been that bothered about missing a game for a long time, but now on Saturday, I'm thinking, get me in the ground. I want to, I want to be in there. I want to see this. And, and Cosy, I think you'll completely be the same, won't you?
2: I'll tell you what you need to give a rap to, Matt. What save again? From our uh, much, he's black- on my list, yeah, uh, ben. ben. And if you think of like dif- at the start, I'm, I'm kind of going up as end of the pitch now, and that's well, the Norwich goal was obviously a disaster from Steeman, but after that, Forrest didn't score at home. We didn't, they didn't con- we didn't concede last night. Do you know what I mean? I think arguably we could have had no goals conceded in these first three home games. I'll forget about Rochdale, conveniently. Pre-season friendly and all that. But <laughs> but that I mean that's that's where you kind of seen improve, Ben. Him and it's. I just wonder though if people were in where they would be. I mean, it's all a hypothetical, but do you th- I just wonder some of these guys. What, it might have been you might be new. Neil said it pre-season, but the fact that people are in the ground, people are expressing themselves. may maybe thinking how to get loads of abuse. Hundred
1: percent, it's helping. Absolutely, no doubt about it. That it's helping because has not got the pressure of if he does make a mistake, he ain't got fifteen thousand people on his back straight away. I mean, to be honest, then Benza, I don't think people are to be on his back. They're just people just being pissed off to see him. Because <laughs> he's done absolutely, he's done literally notes since he arrived. But now, it is one of them. Like Matt said, you know, you want you want to go watch a game, um, but I want think, to
4: talk about it as well. Yeah, that's the thing.
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah, and it all helps, doesn't it? And the fact that we're playing well, it's not even that we've just won last couple. It's the fact that we have there's definitely a definitive style there, and it's it's and it's a good style in it. He's
2: feeling that pride again, I mean, how many times we've we seen that retweet of that goal today on Facebook and Twitter and what have you? People's like, I wanting to say, it. I mean, I've been proud of it They're Like, I, my team's Oldfield Town, it's got an amazing goal, and I want everyone to see it. People don't even like football and stuff. And normally, I mean, you'd always should be proud of your team, but let's be honest, the last two and a half years, who do you support? And you're Oldfield oh, Town yeah, now, it's, so it's like, fun. do you know what I mean? It's Things I know it could all change next two weeks. We could lose to Preston and uh Birmingham and we could be doing this next Thursday, like everyone's firing in. But I just think you can see what it's not just like we've won, it's you can see what he's doing. That that's the beautiful thing when you can see as a fan what you know and when you're watching like Bakuna just springing like that to score. It's just like,
4: it's like wow. the Stoke goal last year under the college you Now We sprinted from the halfway to get on it, but but he was you know, he, he started it and finished it and it was just such a an amazing goal from from start to finish. Naby, even Nabi Sars ball round the corner, you know, to Toffolo. Toffolo yeah. takes it on the chest and plays it forward. Under under any other manager, even David Wagner, he heads that back to Sarah and then the start again and move from the back, you know. It, and they just don't take the risk. But it, the risk for, the risk is is getting the reward, and it's it's great to see. And um, There's little
1: stuff you notice, Matt. Like after game on Saturday before I follow up finish, you could see. Karomo going out to do an interview with, I think it was Adam Tomlinson on Touchline. Yeah, yeah. And there's him, Bakuna, and Mbenza just messing about Spraying and on each man. other. And, and, you know, it's
4: it's like I said, that it's full bind. They're all wanna, in it now. Absolutely. Aren't
1: you yeah. you want to see that. You want to see them happy. You want to see them bouncing off each other and, you but, know, looking like they actually it. care. I think you they're best. Like, they're, like, <laughs> um,
6: they're like kids, aren't they, in a way? You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a little bit sad in a way, isn't it? Because you think, you know, it must be absolutely exhausting as a as a football manager to continue having to sort of blow smoke up these people's asses for one of a better phrase but if at the end of the day if it gets results you know you think they'd have that some sort of self-motivation to be like that anyway but you know if, if, if it works then you know fair play to Carlos get on with it and yeah young lads it's you know it's the best kind of thing- f- if they're having fun they're having fun and if they're winning they're having more
2: fun and if they're having more fun they're winning more so That's the best thing for me it's like in these games is at second half we're getting fitter we're going for it. We're, you know, like under the previous regime, we would not be doing any of this. We'd just be sat back, time wasting. We'd be t- able to be taking his goal kick. off, I'll take it from the other side, pissing about stuff that you don't want to see. Yeah, I mean, at Swansea, I were like, "Whoa, guys, we're we're in front here. Let's just calm it down." But no bollocks to it. We're bombing forward for a third, and and yeah, we'll probably get caught out, and you'll we'll be on one of these. Like, Why did we just all in corner? Now it's three three. But you know what? Give me that any day, man, than what we saw before.
4: It's exciting, I'm Brady. Sorry. How did I was going to say you made your point? Sorry, Brady, but then tell us how our predictions fared for the uh, for the Swansea game.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I, I just wanted to, you can't me out. There. I right? just wanted to say with um, so. three five two. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, you, you're the three five two. I, you know our One defenders, drop. triple S. I'm going to call them Stearman, uh, Saar and Schindler. I thought they had been great. I think Schindler was um was great in the Swansea game, and Stearman was amazing. My man of the match, yeah um yeah just just i think that was really good um you've kind of thrown me now so i'm just going to talk about that but Sorry, i thought I do. swansea swansea would uh would lose i think because he said Ayo would score and he was right uh so did pozza
3: was that
4: a penalty do you think it seemed a little bit yeah, yeah i think it helped. was a bit <laughs> a little bit i think mm-hmm. it's one of them if it's your team you'd yeah, you'd, you'd cry. Run as well. Questionable, questionable run up as well with him going backwards and stuff.
2: Tell you what, Brady, you should have scored again. Woo, unlucky. I'd behind goal to win that foul. <laughs> oh, how
4: did. still open from that,
0: innit? I mean, uh, Jamal Lowe, uh, Low, I can't believe he missed that. Anyway, right, okay, I've done stalling. Right, I said 3 2 win for Swansea, wrong. he said 2 2 and Andre Ayou to score, wrong. Matt said 2 1 win for Swansea, wrong. Neil said 2 0 win for Swansea, wrong positive 1-1 one, one, and Andrew, Andre Ayo to score so um, nice positive, uh, positive vibes from
1: the group here Nice, I, and I, I'm not going to predict a win all season if it carries on to be honest <laughs>
4: well Brady will tell me my uh, technique won't you because we did the same for the Derby game and that, uh, there was a very sp- specific yeah. yeah. and I said I'm going to predict a 1-0 defeat again because I've done that three times in a row and we haven't lost yet so but now I've said that it obviously touch wood and do the old superstition routines. But Brady, you went to watch H- HTFC women on Sunday, didn't you? You went down to uh, to their home ground. I think it was a home game, wasn't it? That they played. Was yeah. it Nottingham Forest that they played?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was Nottingham Forest. Um, it was it was great. Um, so yeah, I went down to watch them at the uh, Stafflex Arena. You know, in Hall um it's a great it place would, that I, isn't it with the it's a really yeah i've never been it was um it's a really nice little little ground sausage you know. sandwiches are
2: ace there brady the <laughs> <laughs> <you know, laughs> the they're the out of sausage
0: but i got bacon but yeah no it was class um yeah no i think just especially as soon as we're not allowed um allowed to be in grounds you know to see the men's team i think I think you should go see the women uh women's team because you know i spoke to obviously people saw the picture i got with laura after the game and i had a chat with her and i had a chat with the uh assistant manager, uh, Marcus Wilkinson. And it, it was good. It was great to see live football. They play some nice stuff. Um, Forrest were top of the league going into that game and town beat them 2-1. Two cracking goals from, um, I think it was Beth Stanfield and Katie Mallon, Mallion. um, and yeah, like they're, they're level on points with, uh, with Forrest now at the top of the league along with flight. So, you know, it was only a fiver. It's great to see live football. And, you know, even when town, uh, if we ever are allowed back into the John Smiths, I think um, you should go see them because they don't clash. And like I say, it's vibrant. It's great to see live football and, you know, <laughs> see town win and do well. And, and again, like like the men's team, they've got a new manager, they're trying a new way of things and it it seems to be paying off. So yeah, I, I, like, I'd really, you know, I'd really recommend it. They're playing Sheffield um, away. Again, restrictions, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, good luck to them. Uh, and yeah, I encourage all fans to go down and
4: cheer them on. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll echo that and we'll check in with, uh, with the team from, uh, throughout the season and no doubts. Uh, right. So, uh, the aforementioned, uh, chicken interview, uh, I presume you guys have read this and I'm, I'm looking at pause in particular. I know he's read this and, uh, there's a, there's a lot in there that I've written down, but most of it's surrounding money and a lot of it about transfer. So I'm going to cut that out based on Cozzy's froth from earlier. So we'll, we'll make sure we don't <laughs> make that mistake again, but there's a lot here about, <laughs> about money and, um, Let's have a look through. I think one one key thing as well to mention. An interesting point was that Dean Hoyles deferred a uh, this year's payment, you know, uh, repayment back to him, which was great to see because I think a lot of people were questioning whether he still liked the club and whether he was, you know, see, happy to see it struggle. But that's obviously not the case. So that's great to see that Dean's Dean's done that. Um, he was
6: there last night, were not he? Sorry, Matt. Just to cut in, yeah. he, he was at a match last night. So that's. that's <laughs> I think he's the been
4: series. there every game. Yeah, he's been there every yeah. game. I think every home game. I think. Um, but yeah, he's definitely there against Nottingham Forest as well. So it's it's good to see he's. Because it, it seemed like he'd lost his mojo a bit, didn't it? In terms of being there at town, but he seems to be there and loving it again, which can only be a good thing. Uh, comms came up as well. So we, we've we obviously challenged Mark Devlin. Well, not really challenged, but said to Mark Devlin, we're happy to sort, et cetera, you know, a Zoom meeting out. I don't really think that's probably. Probably necessary anymore because a lot of things have been answered, and there's going to be a canal side video as well. I think the end of this week, sometime, uh, which will show you the changes in canal side. I think the only negative to that is, um, with it coming from the club, it probably won't answer some of the questions people want, such as you know the the money that was set aside and not spent, etc. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be other chances to uh, to question that. So, what did you guys make of make of the interview? Really, I'll, I'll throw it open in general terms. So, Cy, si, we we've discussed it very briefly on WhatsApp, didn't we, before? Uh, before tonight Uh, what did you make of this and what did you make of Phil because to me it just seemed pretty much a case of I think Phil came across reasonably well but it seemed to be a case of right I've got this plan I don't want to tell you too much about the plan but don't worry we're going to stick to the plan Uh, and uh, the club's safe essentially was the the main take home points I took from it
5: Yeah I think first of all you've got to um, kind of recognise and compliment Phil, Lee and Dave for taking the time to speak to Chicken um, at Huddersfield Examiner uh, and I think kind of also compliment kind of um, Chicken for the way he asked the questions and the questions he put to them because there were some quite juicy, meaty topics in there and it had been very easy for him to perhaps have shied away from some of the bigger questions um, in favour of greasing the wheels for, for future information and for, for his job kind of going forward. Really. So I think kind of, first of all, kind of probably recognise both parties' kind of um, participation in that um, I think, by and large, kind of, it was well received. Um, I kind of was disappointed with some of the the answers to some of the questions. We've referred to the reference five strikers. Um, my view also would be that kind of Rolando Aaron's, based on his kind of stats, is not a is not a replacement for Grant and for Munir that particularly excites me. Um, Happy to be proven wrong, and, and who knows in time, maybe I will be proven wrong if. Either becomes a free agent, having been left out of Newcastle's squad, or we do go back in from in January. I guess that remains to be seen. So perhaps in in that respect, didn't kind of get the answers I wanted in terms of kind of we will kind of invest or, or kind of we will look to spend semi big in in January on a striker. Um, but but to my point, it's nevertheless kind of put it to kind of face into that and, and answer the questions really. Um, and, and like you, kind of look forward to kind of hearing a bit more about Canal Side Ready because that, I think is one of the things that was quite emotive throughout this. Um, it was obviously billed as the Premier League legacy. And then I think right now, as uh, I do at least, and I think a lot of your town, town fans sit here thinking, well, what is the legacy? What have we got to show for that time? And and hopefully that'll go some way to addressing that.
4: Anyone else want to jump in?
0: Yeah. I think uh, I, um, oh, go on, Bernie. You sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go well, I think... I think the thing is, again, we get uh labelled for criticizing the club, not criticizing the club, bleeding up the club's arse, whatever. I think um we the thing is before this, we were all disappointed that the club didn't talk to us as fans. You know, they'd we're on talk sport, they're on BBC Radio for talking about football and not talking about Hoddersfield. Um so I think they've done this, they've done the um altogether town meeting as well. So I think you've got to say fair play. They've spoken to us now. I think with the article, did they say you know, I'm pleased to answer some of the questions. I wasn't particularly happy with the an- some of the answers, um, but uh, fair to them, they've come out and said stuff. I don't know about you, like guys, and maybe um, again when I've written stuff, maybe when you're chatting to someone, um, it does when, when you write it down, it doesn't come come across the same. Um, but I think this kind of the main thing I kind of picked out. Um I, only one of my criticisms really was was the kind of tone on some of the stuff um and again, maybe that 's just getting used to Phil and how he talks with stuff and like you know obviously we had Sean Jarvis and we had Dean Hoyle, and they talked about it differently, but I think there was a bit where Lee Bromby who I thought came across really well in it actually he 's talking about how um we can 't detail a plan and talk about it every yeah every day every night, and then Phil interrupts and says every hour um and I don't know, there's just something about that that seemed off. Again, happy to chuck it out of the way. But I think it's just like, for me, I don't think fans wanted to know what's going on every single hour about the club. I think it's like Poser said, you know, when Swansea won and people were like, oh, I bet the people who hate town uh, aren't happy that we won. It's like, no, you can genuinely ask, uh, you can want your team to win, like we all do, and still ask questions about the club. And I don't know, I think that was the only only thing for me. I, I mean, I know we talked about, um, you know, the five strikers. We've done that a bit to death. I think Rolando Aarons, I agree with Sai. Like, it's kind of like if he was our top target, again, happy to be proven wrong. But it's kind of like, it's still not great. He's talking about him being a top target. And again, happy to be proven wrong. But it's kind of like saying, well, I was going to get this car but um, you know didn't quite get it for whatever reason but it's like not necessarily a great car anyway um, and it, yeah again I think the the money thing as well money in the club Took
1: it on a test drive for two weeks or so.
0: well that's it <laughs> but <laughs> again I'm happy to be I'm happy to be proven wrong um, but I think I think that was it for me I think the money you know keeping some of the money makes sense I think it's good to hear that at the end of the day we are going to have a club even if fans aren't allowed back in for the rest of the season um, and the shirt sponsorship as well. I'd be, be interested to see what that is. But yeah, I don't know. I think it was just kind of, for me, I know Phil's got an opinion and, you know, he's the chairman and, you know, fair play. I, I couldn't run a football club. Um, but I think there's still kind of a tone thing for me where I think, again, with Mark Devlin, we've touched on it, but I think it's kind of, you can come across a bit patronising sometimes. But again, that's just just my opinion.
6: Yeah, you, uh, you're pretty much... Said what I was going to say there, Brady. Sorry, man. No, no, you're <laughs> right. You, you take the glory for it. I, I picked up sort of similar undertones throughout. Um, I thought it was... I don't know if they planned it this way, but I do think it was clever timing to do it after the window rather than during. Mm. And if that were always the plan to do that...
4: Yeah, they say that was, say that was. So bef-
6: yeah. Say that whilst all the fans are kicking off. Say, look, we can't, we can't come out and give too much away because we're still looking to do deals and X, Y and Z, but... Because the window had now shut, he had that, this is what's happened. So I can basically, I can almost say what I want. We didn't get a striker in, so we don't need one. We've got five, we don't need any. If we bring a striker in, he can come out and say, look, we've got a striker in, we've done what everybody wants. So he can tailor that interview with Stephen Chicken to suit the scenario that we were in. And to me, that that's what he did. He seemed to talk a lot, but not really, say, a great deal. Um he didn't give me any more information he kept saying that we've got a plan which you know if that's brilliant seems to be the plan to, to bed the youth in so that's similar information to, to what we had yeah uh, i agree that we don't need information every minute every hour again i think that was a stupid throwaway comment that, that didn't need to be made it's a dig but but we fans, don't want it we don't we don't want uh, it do we? We don't no, need we it. Don't it. We're no. not asking for it. We don't. Yeah. I don't need to know what no running no from the breakfast and the dinner. You know, I'm not. We don't need that level of detail. We just need an overview of certain things, which he's always been asking for. Um, just, just coming on to the money. You um, were quick to talk about how much you know. We spent 13 million. We've still got money going out for players that we've previously bought, but failed to mention that we'll still have a lot of money coming in. Uh, he never seemed to mention any any incoming money. Um, it's one of those, you know, I think nobody's asking. I do, again, I agree with Brady. I think the holding the money back is, is probably a sensible thing, maybe for sort of, to, certainly for this season and then just see how the land lies. And, and if that is the plan, just say it, just come out and say that. Don't make us read between the lines of what you're saying. Just come out and say, look, we're not going to be spending loads of money. The idea is to get to the end of this season, we'll have a healthy pot of money in the bank next season. If other clubs have overspent, that might be a time that we can go to them and pick off some good players at a really cheap price. And you'd sit back and think, yeah, that makes a really sensible plan, <laughs> but when when you still when you're guessing that you, you're still not 100 sure. Um, I don't think anybody were wanting us to go out and buy a 10 million pound striker. I think it were more the numbers thing. Um, you're looking at Aaron's as being the top target, and you, you you don't know much about him because he's not played. All I know is that Motherwell fans didn't really like him and last season. He couldn't get Wickham's team, so you know you have a quick look online and you see that he's barely scored any goals. And you, you're thinking, well, if that's what we're hoping for, that's that is that the bar? Are we ever going to get anyone better than that? It's you know, and then we didn't even get him anyway. So he's it, been a, in and from what I can gather, he's been in and around the club. Yeah, the grant deal might have been holding it up, but that whatever documents needed to be completed should have been completed, literally apart from the signature. As soon as Grant goes out of that door, here, sign that, send it off to Newcastle, get it all done. Why are we buggering about at the very last minute? Again, it just looks from outside looking in as a little bit... He says there's a
4: change, doesn't he? That's the thing. From what uh, Stephen said afterwards, he says there's a change which wasn't done by either football club, you know, and when they say it wasn't done by either football club, it either sounds like it's the player or the agent. And then when an agent sees that you sold someone for 15 million quid, they're, they're, you know, agents are like, they're absolute top, you know, shit houses you know and, <laughs> sorry i went, I, needed, I added that button <laughs> i wanted to use it so you know it, it's it doesn't it, it you know we, we don't know what's happened we're not going to get to find out what's happened but it could be very well that he's gone hang on they've just made 15 million quid we can get a piece, you know a bigger piece of that and phil's
1: streams out agent to me yeah, and it Phil's screens, just gone, you know, without agent. Yeah.
4: And and to be fair, you know, if that is the case, then he should get credit for that, but he's never going to get the credit for it because we'll never know. So that's, yeah, you know, a double edged sword, really. But so, and, think, and, and obviously he that- can't say that because he's got to deal with this agent in future as yeah. well. And the the other thing that, is, that he said as well was that the money's sat in the bank, uh, as we don't know when we'll be back to normal, whether that be three to 24 months. So it's in, and he also indicated a wage bill of around 22, 23 million, double from uh the last time we're in league one which were uh, sorry championship which was 11.6 million basic uh so it's indicated a big wage bill and he says the main concern is to look after the football club make sure that's financially fine it to me it just sounds like he's just gone do you know what job's knackered at the minute we'll keep this money just here just in case go, yeah. just to see and then when things are back to normal then we're going to reassess that's what yeah. i took from it um cause yeah. jump in sorry you you were ready to jump in
2: yeah, I think the thing with the interview, well, first thing, bravo, Stephen Chicken, because he asked the questions that I wanted to, the answers. He would, I think Red is right. It's really weird when he's sitting writing, and maybe it'd have been better to do it in a video form, but it doesn't matter. It's done when it's done. The thing that disappointed me, well, I don't know if anyone else gauged it, but it's like what we've been saying before. It almost felt like the club was dragged to this interview. It didn't feel like it was. Well, I could be wrong mm. here, and and I get whatever Phil said, and Lee, and what have you, and that as well, and Devlin. It will be, you know, they're damned if they do, damned it do. But it just got the feeling we're well, like, we don't want to do it. The we have it, to
1: do something. Yeah,
2: we're doing it begrudgingly. Yeah. And, it, and it come across in some of the typos. It's disappointing to me because if you know your people, if you know your customers, I know it's awful to say that word, you can gauge it. And, yeah, we don't want to know anything. And, yeah, I think Phil were right on some of the things. So the
1: thing worse. is, Cosy, there's, there's one way to get around that. Isn't there? I agree with you. I agree. It's, it, it came across as it was very much a, for fuck's sake, we better do this because, it's yeah. getting, you know, Let's shut everybody up and do it. I think if it's a lesson learned for the club, I hope, and I think they need to look at the communication from this day forward and drop bits in here and there. You don't have to tell us everything. We, we, it's not it, to be You'll honest. Just it's not with how much about. money we've got in bank. Is it? It's not. It's not to do with the how much money we've got in bank and stuff. It's, it's not to do with. We go watch football. We get behind them. We hope they sign players, they sell players. This is what it is. That's football. All we want is a level of openness that makes us feel attached. And I think there's things gone on since the change in ownership that has got people's backs up, whether it be little mistruths here and there about certain stuff, Man City away, etc. But you don't want near that. But, but, I... but there's only so long you can beat people about that. And yeah. I think... It's from this brilliant. day forward, they've come out now and said all this, and I think now it's got to be put to bed. But lesson learned for the club, and just be more open with us across across the board.
2: I ju- I just wonder though if I think it's a lot stick to it. They're not in the ground; they can't really get the feeling. I think if you're good, you get you gauge it. But I just think it would be totally different if we're in the ground. All of a sudden, because let's have a look at the start. We might have been down to eight thousand, and then it's like, oh shit, we better do something. We better have a we we better engage the fans we've been telling people for a long time that the fans are, like, are disengaged and yeah, wins are going to definitely obviously change that. But I just feel it was like, it because we're not in the ground, we haven't been in the ground since March, it's hard to kind of, because I've got to think of the problem in my job when you're like a line manager, connecting with your people, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because they're out of sight, out of mind. But I just think if you're good at what you do, Let's you be do it though, better it. than the, that, the, the, the,
1: the, club, the club are across every part of media. They'll have watched... Chickens podcast or watch this or watch other, they'll be on down the back. do all the lads. They'll be on there, they'll be on everywhere looking at whatever is going on. They'll be, they know it had been funny. If they didn't grasp the mood at the fans, they're they're doing something majorly wrong because the mood of the fans has been loud and clear for everybody to hear. Um,
6: It It was just like a couple of things that you know. Sometimes I think he, he, he maybe feels just that, maybe that's just how he is, but I, I just personally, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I just, some of the things he says, it just do not make me warm to him. And I just think, why have you said that? Like you mentioned um, money in, in accounts and uh, why do you just look at accounts? Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? You know, it's all there for everyone to see. Well, not everyone's in accountant. not everybody can work it out. Not everyone can look at the, you know, not everything's, the not not everything's on the
4: balance sheet as well.
6: Exactly. Yeah. Someone said, um, you know, I think Chicken asked him, have you put any money in? And he went, yeah. And you how much? Oh, well, it'll be out in account. Yeah, it will be. But that's in about three years. In 2022, that'll come out.
1: Won't we'll take I will We'll gone
6: by then anyway. Please. And but it'll be merged not- in with other stuff. So if you've put some money in, Phil, just say, yeah, I've put a couple of million in or five million or whatever. Just say. If we're going to find out anyway, by looking at these accounts, we're going to find out. So just, just say it, you know. And that, I don't just mean about money all the time, because one of the things he does get, you know, lambasted for his money and probably by me more than anybody else. But, um, you know, just just be honest. Don't be cryptic with stuff. Don't be arrogant. You know, the, the quote at the end made me laugh when, what did they say? We're not egomaniacs. And then yeah, I think, well, there's only been two people in national media shouting about state of football, Phil, and that's you and Mark. So are you egomaniacs or are you not? If we're all right, keep quiet and get on with it.
4: I think a lot of that came from our podcast that we did, where he said so many clubs would go under, and that seems to be where he's been contacted for for uh, for opinion on things. But yeah, I think some cl- some stuff will be he won't be able to answer due to you know NDAs. You know, it, the fir- very first podcast we did, we we pretty much asked him, "Did you buy this football club and for how much?" And he said, "Well, I can't tell you because it's an NDA. I've signed an NDA, which means I can't tell you how much I've done." And you know, and and that's fair enough. You know what I mean? He's, legally, he can't tell us. Off the, on yeah, the but he said, he
6: said that Matt and then he's told people that he's you know when his when his accounts come out for his pure sports consultancy that actually owners field town to look in their accounts well, yeah, and they'll no, tell us the how thing, much I he think paid legally for he so. can't say,
4: But if you're clever you enough know. you can work it out. But yeah, I yeah. agree that you know the way there's there's maybe the way he might have said it, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure I'll I'll get someone to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm sure one of us could work it out. And then I had a look at myself and I thought, you know. Well
6: they, they, that that company <laughs> only had ten pound in accounts last time I looked, so However, much about 20, There's about there.
4: twenty of them, mate. Yeah, it's it's difficult. There's there's quite a few of them scattered around, but we'll. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll work it out at some stage, and I'm sure the it'll thing, tell us.
0: The, the thing. The thing I just kind of add is like, I don't want to sound Like, like Cosy and like, let's just focus on the positives. But like, I'm earned about not speaking to us. spoken to us now. Let's. Um. Like, I just. I don't. I. I don't really want to hear from Phil in in a while now. I just wanted like. You know, I want to. They've said this stuff now. Let's see if they live up to it. And if in January if we would like, you know, in the relegation zone, then yeah, I think you can ask
1: questions. I think it's the one thing to for me ask questions. Questions. I think you're right, Brady. And I think I think the the one probably not surprising thing for me is that um Mark Devlin didn't do it. Yes, yeah. because I think is probably a little bit too abrasive, if shall we say. And I think him a- and a- a- Phil, because Phil's quite a. And out there, character, and I think that's right, yeah. I think that rubs a lot of people up, and I can see why. Um, Mark Devlin has not really found favor with the Huddersfield public as of yet, so I wasn't really surprised that he wasn't part of it.
0: No, I mean, tough in fairness to Mark, tough act to follow with Sean, but I think, like, we touched on it. With the it's following julian winter it's not that yeah, hard, it's, yeah it's not
1: following Julian Julian,
4: i had that lined up at the top as well this one's for you wopper winter but never mind yeah with this one yeah i think, yeah, <laughs> think uh, they'll just just
6: to sort of bring like, this little discussion to a close because i'm just conscious of time and stuff like that i i i've been quite vocal on here and you know on social media and stuff and like i say i, I don't particularly want to feel but as I think Neil said it at the start, you don't have to like the chairman, you don't have to like the manager, you don't have to like any of the players. I, we all, and I especially want us to feel Town to win football matches, so that is, you know, fair play. I might not like you, Phil, but if you get us uh, promoted, then, you know, well done. And he was were, were keen to tell us how how he appointed Carlos, so, you know, well done for that, Phil, I'll give you that one. You yeah, know what, you like, know, he's got two balls.
4: managerial appointments right, I think.
2: Yeah. Took some balls to sack uh, Cowley. Not many done doing that.
4: Mm, I think that's Probably bad. cost
2: us a lot of money as well, which we could have bought a striker <laughs> with, but there you go. We've got
4: Callis, five, doesn't we've want got mate, five, else,
1: mate. Don't Shut them. your what lip. Would you, what would you rather have, Danny Cowley or a striker?
4: Can Danny Cowley play up front? <laughs>
1: well, well, Nicky
2: used to play know. up front, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, tip for Saturday. Don't give Preston any penalties. They've just got two tonight, QPR. They're winning 2-0. Big old game Saturday we'll win that though. Come on town.
4: Uh, yeah. So, um, so maybe bits of the chicken interview will come out later and we'll discuss them at a later point. I think there's, there's, there's quite a lot gone on there. Um, other things, guys, uh, do you want to talk about project big picture? I've written a little bit about it, but no. I'll leave this up to you guys. Let's no. show hands. Do you want to talk about it? Anyone? No. I think just, just a quick one. Um, I don't
0: know if you guys saw that the AFL rejected 50 million quid in the Premier League. Um, again, it was, Basically, I'm sure people knew, but it was only for League One and League Two, and it wasn't really 50 million. It was 20 million, and um, if you know, 30 30 million if your club goes bust. Um, Championship one included.
1: That's all you need to know about that one. Danger I reckon, Neil. I think the thing thing is with the
0: Championship, like it's weird league, as Neil like Neil kind of touched on. I mean, you've got you've got teams like Wickham who don't really sign anyone, but then you've got Cardiff signing Harry Wilson for a million pound loan fee and paying most of his 60 grand a week wages. Um, it's scored thing, that, like, it just yeah, score, do you? As a fair enough. Well, paid it then. Worth it. Um, I think the only thing I'd yeah, say yeah. about it is like, it's clear that the clubs need money. I think it will happen. I think it's just a case of, um, you know, getting the right deal. And I'm, I have to say, I'm kind of pleased that the clubs rejected it because, you know, Tommy offered...
1: the job for stock as well.
0: There you go. clubs uh, so, yeah, need money. Maybe next season rejected.
6: we can... Uh... We've got a line bank. We can lend it to them at a very high interest rate and uh, <laughs> make well,
4: some yeah, money that yeah. way. See, I'm always thinking. Always thinking. The only thing I wanted to well, the only thing I wanted to say about it really is that it, it to me it just seems to be a complete way of maintaining the sto- status quo and, and shit everyone else in the football league to try and keep a certain amount of teams at the top. And you know, it seemed to be that on the table would be B teams coming into the football league. You know, get fucked. <laughs> you know, on that one, and then other things as well that prick parry's come out with as well which seems to be that Liverpool and Man United have now gone off and gone do you know what we're going to create our own European league to Go you know you yeah, usurp the Champions on. League but yeah, what they're going yeah. to do is they're going to stay in the Football League as well so it seems to be a a chance to stealthily put B teams into the Premier League for Liverpool because you can guarantee if they're playing 34 European games a season there is no way they're going to play their first team in the Premier League so these plans are an absolute
1: crock of shite and I think they need to <laughs> get into uh, they, are, bin.
2: they are a crock of shite, Mike, but there's,
1: we're in Category
2: 3. You know
1: that doesn't block you out, don't you, when you're doing it? <laughs> <There> you
2: <go>. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are a bad thing, but on the on the other side, someone's got to be done fast. We're, the, we're not oh, getting yeah, to stadium anytime soon. We're in deep trouble. We're in deep, deep trouble and something has got to be done. Obviously, You can't sell that.
4: your soul to do it, that's the thing.
2: No, not that, Matt, and this is obviously an opportunity to do that, but... It's very worrying that there's not there's not much movement at the moment, and uh I'm amazed that there's no one really gone into administration yet. It's it's shocked me.
4: They're doing well. Yeah. They're doing well. Yeah. American they capitalists.
0: Are. Well, I, th- I gone. think we'll see though, because wasn't it Tranmere or Scunthorpe that were saying if it, if there's no fans by the end of the November, they're gone. So I think I think yeah. someone will go. Unfortunately. You know, though,
6: it's, it could be soon. a really good opportunity for, for EFL to actually relook at um, relook at the the pyramid sort of thing because. You know, you look down the leagues now in in you know like League Two and stuff, and you can have a, a teams who are cash strapped for money, travelling ridiculous distances to play matches and stuff like that. And in my opinion, it'd be it be worth having a look at it. And maybe sort of looking to more regionalise things, and have have Premier League, Championship, League One as as national, and then maybe split. You Know League Two into North and South, you know, a bit like they've done in conference and stuff. And you know, does it give you a couple more derby games a season? You know, might get more fans through door. And some of your teams that are just below that, you know, your old conference level could you know make into make it into a bit more of a league. So there's there's a lot of various options. Um,
4: I, I drew these I up it, about I five years religious. ago, Paz. I, I, I drew that the exact same thing up because it's like Germany, isn't it, where there's three leagues. Of 18 or 20, and then underneath it's all junior local leagues, isn't it? Yeah, uh, know, yeah, yeah. And that was very much it. my idea, but I had Scotland involved as well because Scottish football is a state, and I think some of them should yeah. be involved, and it would be. Oh, know,
2: oh never thing. mind. Body gobblers, you know. And I'm about
4: yeah, anyway, mind. let's. Shall, shall we move yeah, on to yeah. Preston and Birmingham? Because he's looking like he's going to kick off again. No,
2: Birmingham. I was just about like, to say it again. So, like, just kicking it on. But I went to Scarborough on Saturday, and the one thing that kind of dawned on me, there were 600 there, and people were like, you go to this part of the ground, you go to that part of the ground, there are everywhere. To me, it's the, the behavior is so massive in it all. They didn't have any alcohol there. And, and I honestly think that if you ask the majority of fans if you, you know, would go in and, and not have a drink and behave, I think people would so love to get into a ground for a mental health kind of benefit that they would do it. But I just kind of walked away from that on Saturday thinking it's all about the fans. And I just don't think they can trust them kind of to come in and, and distance and, and behave. I think that's the biggest thing, really. And that as well, they did on Saturday. And it was weird with like Terrisson and they kind of went you know, with a much reduced capacity. But if it's done right, it's good. But are people going to come out of Gas Club at 250 and not do this and that? I just don't see it. So I I really don't know where it's all going to end up with all that, to be honest with you.
4: Yeah, interesting. So, uh, yeah, so Brady, take us through Preston-Birmingham predictions. You're the predictions man, aren't you? So uh, why don't you take us through the two games? I'm putting you on the spot, aren't I? So- yeah, it's all right, mate. I'll get my pen and pad. He uh, must have done a preview for these. You know. it,
2: oh, I've got it lined up, mate. on the way. Trust in Brady. Don't give it away, Brady. Make and pay content. Four ninety yeah, nine. pounds 99 behind our
0: Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> um, i send you the iFollow link. Um, yeah, Preston, I think it's going to be a tough match. Um, they're a physical team. We saw what happened to them last, you know, to us last season when they, you know, Basically They're looking good to tonight, really. Elfett.
2: I've been watching it. They're
0: good, man. Yeah, yeah. They beat Brentford as well, didn't they? Um yeah, I think they look strong. Big I brands. mean, I, I managed to listen to the um Stephen Chicken pod before we came on. I kind of agree with what they were saying. I think their plan will be to stop us playing a bit not a bit like Rotherham, but I think Preston can threaten us a bit more than Rotherham. Um I think if we I'd be happy with a point. Um so I'll I'll, I'll probably go one one for my prediction for that.
1: Whenever doing preachers live on air that week. i work nice on a bike. Yep. There you go, Neil. That's what spot. we do now,
4: Neil. Show, show ourselves up. How it
1: rolls. Right. So
2: hard to do with it, because Pippa, is Pippa going to be fit like you said, Neil, if you take him out of it and then Danny and, you know, it, I, wow, we've got to make because I
0: can't mug you off if you don't predict. If you get it I wrong. Think
2: two, one, I think 2-1, we're going to win again 2-1, ready? Get it written down. <laughs>
0: <All> right. <laughs> go on then. Anyone else? Who we do, is it Preston? Yeah.
6: Just Preston. I'll go with um go with a one nil to town. Oh, it. Yeah. With a goal, no,
0: but with a goal from one at five strikers, add that on. Which striker? Bonus point if you get it. Gene Harriet from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one nil
6: for me and Benson breaks his duck.
2: Oh my word! Like Ooh. it, like it. Corn, Neil. Doom and gloomy, reckon. Preston away win here.
1: <laughs> well, my last two, I predicted a, a defeat and a draw, and we won two. So <laughs> I'll go, I'll, I'll go one all again.
2: Nice. Matt,
4: one 0 Preston, and you know why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, you were saying last night on our chat, Matt. You Preston are going to nick this. Sorry, last night. They're going to nick it at derby one nil, and they didn't. So
4: yeah. yeah, they were. To be fair, I thought they were the better side for the first sort of half, and it looked like the because it, it was so open, wasn't it? But we've done the derby game. It? Sack it, sack it. I can't even speak now. It's time to end it. It's too tiring.
2: Yeah, Birmingham we'll next Wednesday, it?
4: Yeah, oh yeah, we've got to,
2: we've got to do Birmingham we've as well, haven't we? Games, Give me four points, I think, and we won all that.
0: All right. I was going to do the Birmingham predictions off pod. Um, I think it depends. <laughs> Just because, you know, everyone, Slow as, down, whoever, whoever's it? watching in YouTube, everyone looks...
5: Lads, what's your favourite 90th-minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via Delivery afterwards. Three points, not Nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now via the McDonald's app, You in.
4: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So bloody happy. But, uh, predictions. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Just
4: um, so we should... can
6: tell us we don't know what we're actually talking about, Brady. Really, well, right. that's it. Yeah, we're so all frauds, cool. mate, aren't we? We're all crap at this, aren't
0: we? Damn fraud
6: it. Yeah. <laughs> fraud.
4: Paul yeah, Gibson yeah. says 2-0 town. Damn, uh, Dale Marsden says he'll take a draw. And Phil Marsden says nil nil. Uh, good side, Preston. So there we go. We have got some more thrown in. For when I think of
2: Phil Ashton, I just think of chicken and chips, me. <laughs> yeah.
5: I'll play. go in one all Brady for Birmingham. All right, okay. Sorry. nil no, nil no for me. Both sides probably run out of a little bit of gas after quite a few games and shots. Nice last, last season. That's a good shout,
0: Likes defensive.
5: Uh,
0: yeah, I'll go. I'll probably go nil-nil.
1: My area this right? No. Predicting two. The and Christ, Predict i two? Like predicting two.
2: Jesus Christ. I don't like predicting one.
1: Go on, Neil. So angry over there. On, <laughs> um, I hate Birmingham. <laughs> I, 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 I despise Birmingham City.
4: Come oh. on, Neil. Do, That's
2: do, a Birmingham win. No one's
1: played
2: I don't know when I come
1: out. Is it all by the away. 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 I like going there, though. It's a bit hostile, isn't it? It's a bit... It's horrible, mate.
2: Yeah. A- I know so many people... Be no, we're going to beat
1: them because I can't stand them. I hate Birmingham. Um, 2-1, Tam. Hey. hey! Up there, Tam. Matt? on
4: 0 Birmingham.
2: the hell. Grim Reaper, isn't <laughs> it? he You're not understanding mate. what's there's happening method, now, you Cosi. You know, you know, you
4: you're not getting the vibe what's going on. Every time I you predict one we win. Press.
2: No, I'm turning it off. I'm scared of them now, but no... Yeah, I think we're done that with. Her. What a, an amazing uh, few days, man!
1: Wins with yeah. I think you're like Buddy Cat kicking off of you.
4: No,
0: Jesus, is that is that the cat doing the predictions?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I've got is boxes over treats. Max
2: <laughs> pr- probably be next. Like the octopus probably be next Thursday, won't it? When we return, I think possibly awesome,
4: to be to be device So, thank you everybody for logging on and. Uh, and watching us on YouTube. Uh thanks everyone for coming in and uh thanks to Magic Rock for the sponsorship. And I think there's nothing left, Cosy, there, but a little bit of music.
6: Have you got that song, Matt?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What's this? laughs> what is this? You're not singing
6: words,
1: Matt. Come on. Uh, uh, right, she Cousy, does, isn't it? Alright, uh, it's not original, is it?
2: No.
4: Right, Cozzy, you can end it.
2: I don't know that word Smith. <laughs> Americanos.
3: Ow.